Hello and welcome to the WTF1 podcast with your brand new host, myself Hayden Gullis, and we've got Amber Jones here as well, your new presenters on the channel. We're excited. We are going to be getting into it today. Big podcast, lots to talk about, lots that has happened over the winter period. But Amber, are we excited very, to be on this channel? Very, very excited, Hayden. We've been planning this for a while behind the mm -hmm. scenes. Obviously, now it's come out, so it's like really exciting for us. I think we're like a little bit apprehensive as well, but it's going to be great. We've got so much good content coming up as well. So make sure you stay in tune to see what we have in store. But Hayden, I think we should introduce ourselves for anyone that doesn't know who we are. I think we should. So for myself, I'm Hayden Gullis. I've been in the YouTube space for nearly nine years now. God, I'm getting old, Amber. It's, it's getting on. The grey <laughs> yeah, hairs are starting are. To, to come through. Um, mainly from gaming and then on other channels like Veloce and then Live Fast. And now I get to jump onto the big guns of uh, WTF1. Very mm -hmm. excited to be here. But uh, yeah, that's probably where you might have seen me from. Maybe a little bit of F1 Esports. Had the privilege of doing that as well. And yourself? Unlike Hayden, I've just come out of the womb. So <laughs> fresh out of university, I graduated last year. We're in 2024 now, aren't we? Last year, I did media and performance. And like when I went to uni, I knew I, I wanted to be like a presenter, like a motorsport of some sort. I did acting as well, but I was like, no, fully F1 presenting. I remember my first day of uni as well. I was like, Formula One. That's mm -hmm. all I spoke about. So everyone knew me as the F1 girl. And then I got my first job as an Aston Martin, like webinar event presenter, which was terrifying but the best thing for me because then my career just like flew off and that was actually like my first paid presenting job mm -hmm. so that's straight up there on my cv then moved a bit of pit lane reporting different types of present as well away from motorsport but now it's full force signed to wtf1 talent in 2023 and then from there it's just been off so pit lane reporting was gt cup championship as well and now WTF1, it's really exciting here we are and then f1 knowledge or f1 experience uh, for myself i've been sort of watching Formula One all my life, as much as I remember being a kid, sort of, you know, didn't have the attention span for it, but would always walk into the the living room where my mum and dad were watching. I was a big sort of Schumacher fan. I remember that there's probably a picture somewhere. I might have to try and find it for this to go up at the same time, but of me and just this basic, most basic red overalls and not even like a race driver helmet. It was just kind of like, it's kind of like a wielder's helmet, but like a plastic <laughs> guard and a yellow, I think it was like yellow on the top, but um. Yeah, so I'd sort of tune in and out as a kid, always kind of like keeping track of it slightly. And then I remember 2009, I believe it came to BBC then and I got into it and then Jensen Button was the one at the top. So he's always been like my all-time favorite driver. Um, and then from 2011, since then, it's just been like religiously, like 2009, 2010, tuning in and out when I can, but 2011, rarely missed a Grand Prix mm -hmm. um, and just been on it since then. Again? fresh out the womb for me <laughs> because I came into the sport I think it was 2018 so when Charles was in mm -hmm. Sauber and my dad again used to watch it like all yeah. the time and it was actually like a running joke in my house he'd be like oh dad's watching the F1 <laughs> oh let me and my sister be like oh my he's watching the F1 because we'd ask him to pick us up from like anywhere we'd be out on a Sunday hi dad can you pick us up no, I'm watching the F1. So I didn't like F1 because of that reason for a while. And then I loved like go-karting. And then my dad told me, you know, obviously a lot of the drivers mm -hmm. do karting first and move their way up to F1. Something clicked when I, I actually clicked like when I was younger, but then it fully clicked when it got to 2018 and my dad was watching it. I think it was like Baku or something. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Drive to Survive had already been out. So I straight went to Drive to Survive, watched it mm -hmm. on Netflix, but there wasn't a lot of hype around then. Yeah. Since then massive fan 
bring back Grosjean. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Big fan of Grosjean. Yes. Who are your current drivers on the grid that you're currently rooting for? So obviously Grosjean's not there, sadly. <sighs> you can watch a little bit of IndyCar for that, for still some, some yeah. of that Grosjean content. But F1 drivers, who are we picking? Everyone asks me this and everyone gets angry with my answers because I am like a McLaren, Mercedes, Aston Martin. Just all the teams. And Ferrari Alpine gal. and Ferrari <laughs> and Red Bull. And <laughs> so like if I had top three drivers would be Charles, mm-hmm. Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And who can I go for my last one? Because I, I do like too many. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep her as that. Okay. Charles Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton. So I am British through and through, um, ah, yes. but no one's no one's ever taken my heart quite like Jensen Button. Mm-hmm. I'm not that much of a driver fan like I was Jensen Button, nor a team fan. I just love all the teams. I don't think there's a specific team that has my heart. But yeah, British through and through. So mm-hmm. I'm always going to be rooting for Lando, George, Lewis uh, for those three. But you know, I kind of like the underdog. Not necessarily the underdog, but I like to root for somebody who has a lot of hate and I feel like it's undeserved. So Lance Stroll, he's got a little bit of my heart as well. And of course I've had the privilege of doing some amazing stuff and getting to know Joe after the last few years. So mm-hmm. he's always got to be my top You dog. have to I say have to. Joe. You can't be like, oh no. I mean Michelle. when you when you have the privilege I'm in a very privileged position to have met him and, and hung out with him. And when you do have that you get in that position mm-hmm. and you get to know these people and realise that they're just normal people and they have these likes and dislikes and you know he's just there playing the f1 game and mm. you, you can't help but be like do you know what this is a really sound guy mm. and he's my he's my number one through and through but that's enough about us two okay let's get into some f1 topic and the breaking news over the winter period obviously winter is kind of a bit of a boring time but there's always little inklings of news going on and uh, we're going to be looking into that throughout this podcast. We're also going to be telling you what's coming up later on on the WTF1 channel throughout the rest of the week. We've got hot takes coming up as well at the end of the podcast too. So let's get into the first bit of breaking news. Yeah. Gunsteiner, he has left Haas. He's been kicked out. Um, so what are your thoughts there on Gunsteiner? Because for me, Go on, Hayden, I love him with it. and I think he is, you know, a star, a drive to survive star. But... <laughs> Is he a good team principal? I don't know. I don't think so. And I think for me, it's the right decision. I'm literally in two minds with Steiner because I agree with what you're saying. I think if he was like obviously a a fab team principal, would he have got the boot? Would the team Mm -hmm. kind of be where they are now? But at the same time, it doesn't all fall onto the team principal. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Obviously, there's stuff going on behind the scenes. It's the drives as well. It's the car itself. So I'm like... But the team principal hires those people. So it always is going to come from the top down. If you want to change things, you've got to change things from the top down, surely, right? Yeah, no, I do see what you're saying. I just think they kind of... Okay, if you're going to get rid of Steiner, you need to get rid of everyone. You need to <laughs> just whole start gone. the whole team. And you know what I would suggest? Gene Haas as well, is he going? Oh, New he's team. Got, he's a goner. What's it called? He's changing the name. Amber it's, Jones Racing. That's exactly what it is. And it's <laughs> Roman Grosjean and <laughs> someone else I've not thought of yet. I'll add someone else later. No, just yeah, doesn't matter. Just need the one driver. Uh, so Why don't drive. you drive? <gasps> Myself. Give yourself exactly. a go. Exactly. <laughs> Hayden, we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> With Steiner, like... I think I don't think it's the correct decision right now. Mm-hmm. I think maybe later on. I don't have any information to back up why I have that opinion, <laughs> but I just think give him a bit more time. There's lots of changes going on, and then you know you give him two years. If he doesn't do it in two years, you say mm-hmm. okay, see you later. We're changing. Things. Would you then say that he's already had too much time because he's been there since the team started in 2016? Yeah. You know they've always had the same issues. They've always been really good in qualifying trim, 
But then in the race, the tyres get overheated, the tyre wear's too high, and they fall back down through the field. So, and, you know, points aren't won on a Saturday. And it happens every single year. So, you know, is that fundamentals with the car that they're not changing and they need to look at the top and go, okay, we're going to bring this person in instead. They're going to lead it. I don't think we're going to see any change this season because this car is still fundamentally mm -hmm. a Gunter Steiner team car mm -hmm. that's been put together. So it'll be interesting to see for 2025. Then also they're probably looking ahead as well for 2026. So the new team principal coming in. Yeah. They're going to be looking forward towards towards that, towards 2026 to mm -hmm. be like, okay, where can we put the team? Because they had a really good 22 when the new regulations came in. But then again, they've just come down to being at the bottom. Yeah, so do you feel like he's had too much time? Because well. um, I think so. Has he had too much time? He's had what? How, man, how yeah, many years is that? Eight years, years? Hasn't it really? Eight Potentially. But I think you can't really make that decision until you see obviously how the new team principal works mm -hmm. when he comes in like i know you're saying maybe not this year but the following year then we can make our decision is it the correct decision to get rid of steiner sitting on the fence i'm I sitting see. on the fence i see okay I am. all right all right well okay so let's move on to the next bit of news mm -hmm. um team name changes we've got a couple so stake f1 team that's mm -hmm. the first one the second one isn't officially announced there was it was um Alpha Tauri changing their team. The rumor is it's going to be Visa Cash App Racing Bulls, but it hasn't been officially announced as of filming this podcast right now. But there was little hints of it on the Instagram page. It was their actual at tagline. So whether yeah. they heard those rumors and thought we're just going to run with it, but funny enough, I had a look today and I couldn't find their Instagram. It's gone. So they've hidden it gone. away. They've hidden it away for this whole rebrand. So is it going to be Visa Cash App Racing Bulls? Is it going to be something else? I'm looking forward to it. But what do you think about these name changes? Because there's been a lot of stick. You've got Stake F1 team. With I hated it when it first came out. I, I like really it. didn't like it. I was like, Stake and had very strong opinions <laughs> on the name. But now high I stakes. love it. I like high it. High stakes. Yeah, Formula yeah. One is high stakes. I think it's great with me though. Like when there's any change, it might take me a while. Like with yeah, Steiner yeah, yeah. going, you know what I mean? There's a bit of change. I'm not happy with it. Give it a few weeks and I really won't remember. And I love whatever's going on at the minute. So Stake, I kind of like the name. Mm -hmm. I, I do think I like it. I think so. With obviously the racing bulls, that's another one. I, like I was sat on the <laughs> you fence hate racing with. Bulls. I it's too hate close to it. Red Bulls. Exactly. Yeah. I and love a Visa Cash App. Just, I think because we've not heard it as a sponsor before yeah. or the name of a team, it yeah. just sounds weird. It just sounds random, but again, it's just because it's different. Yeah. Once like yeah. you've been racing for a few races, mm -hmm. are going to be like, Do you know what, love that name. Well, funny you say that because I did my research. Okay, oh. I had a little look at other teams over the last thirty years and their sponsors that were their official team names. And now looking at it as a as a fan and looking at these team names, it never made a difference to me then. I suppose social media always things things always inflated. Mm -hmm. You know, one person's opinion about actually I agree with that. I'm gonna tweet about that yeah. as well. So it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But twenty twenty one, uh Scuderia Ferrari, obviously their normal name, mm -hmm. Mission Winnow. Just sounds weird. Wait. <laughs> just Hayden, sounds weird. It don't sound weird to me. It and do you want to know why? So I won a competition with Mission Winnow. Okay. It was my first ever like Grand Prix So it doesn't experience. matter. As long as you win. Won, <laughs> it was Paddock Club, Hospitality. Got to go in the garage with Charles and Seb. So Mission Winner, was, that's my favourite name, clearly. <laughs> I had the best time, and there's a picture of me in the paddock club hugging a huge picture of Roman Grosjean. That's on the matters then. Which that's we maybe insert. Not even the same team, but you know, that's on <laughs> the matters. Different teams, but yeah. Vodafone McLaren Mercedes, which is obviously yeah. a phone network company, which just at the time, probably if social media was bad, like, what was this? What well, is it? I think because it was relevant at the time, then it kind yeah, of Yeah, well, now you look at it and you yeah, think that's yeah. the, one of the best liveries on the grid. Yeah. Like, so Visa Cash App could come with a livery that's just like, what a name. Whoo! 
What a but name. it is a bit no, of a mouthful. Just, yeah, <laughs> you're just going to call it Racing Bulls. We've got Panasonic Toyota Racing Team. That's Mild odd. 7 Renault F1 Team, which is cigarettes, back in the cigarette branding days. Yeah. Uh, Lucky Strike Honda Racing F1 Team. Kind of like it again, you know. It's, it seems like steak. It's given like, ooh, lucky strike. Are they going to get lucky in this race? <laughs> that, no, that sounds fits. bad. It's like we are a backmarker <laughs> team and we need to get lucky, lucky to get strike. some results. So let's get a lucky strike okay, this Okay, maybe week. not lucky strike. Uh, trust Minardi Cosworth. Um, no. They clearly trusted them because Minardi finished last. So oh. put the trust in the wrong place <laughs> there. Um, so not that name. Orange Arrows, which made the car then orange. So just in case you were confused which car was the Arrows, it's the orange arrows, mm -hmm. so that was good. Um, so one that also picked up that it, it took me a few years to scroll through to be like, oh yeah, but Red Bull, Red, Red Bull, Bull is an energy drink company. Yeah. That at the time, if social media would be about, be about, it'd be like, why? And I think they had a lot of stick in the paddock when they mm -hmm. first made an actual team to be like, why is this energy drinks company being a race car? Yeah. But I now, think at the time it would be like so different. But yeah, yeah you can't imagine F one no, without Red exactly. Bull now. I mean, a few people at home might be like, that's what they want. But, you know, you, 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 you cannot. They've just, they've no, been such a true. fundamental part of the last 20 years. But then it'd be odd if there was a team called Rich Energy. But there was a team called Rich Energy. But it was Haas. Yeah, but it was Rich Energy Haas. But so it's kind of fits though, but not just Rich Energy. I think Energy. it would have been weirder if they were the first. Yeah, Like yeah, if a Monster true. Energy F1 team came in. Oh, then I'd I be think, all over that. Yeah, but That'd if it was cool. the first one, you'd be like, hmm. Yeah. Although Monster, I don't know. No, I Maybe like it's that. It's a bit of a better name. I like that Monster Energy. Get yeah. rid of Cash App, whatever we're going with. <laughs> let's go with Monster Energy. I like Visa Cash App. So <laughs> if you want to send me instead of Amber to the races, then that's fine. I'll um, be there supporting, but uh, Monster Energy is in the back of my mind. Speaking of Visa Cash App, another team that was named after a sort of banking card company, MasterCard Lola Formula One Racing Team. So it's been there before. It's not the first time. Yeah, that's but true. But MasterCard, again, it's just another one that's just like, you look at things a bit weird. My favourite, Nokia Tyrrell Yamaha. That car was rock solid. <laughs> any any incidents, the other car is coming off worse, I'm sure of it. <laughs> no, I like that name, to be fair. But that's what I mean. You see all these odd names in Formula One. Just if you haven't been watching the sport for so long, I think now these name changes are like, oh my gosh, it's crazy. Maybe people that came in from Drive to Survive are thinking, what? This is mental. But you go through the history and there's weird names all over the grid. And we got some more breaking news to talk about. Mm -hmm. Spain. They are going to have a different circuit for Formula One in the future. We're going to go to Madrid mm -hmm. for a street circuit. I don't like it. I hate street circuits. There's too many on the calendar. But what are your thoughts? See, a lot of people don't like street circuits. And I understand it, obviously, because like less overtaken. Mm -hmm. They're very small. It's a tight track. But um, I don't know, because obviously I love the Spanish Grand Prix as it is yeah. now. So it's like... If they could keep the one we've got now and also add Madrid, then I, I would be all over that. Like, I love that because I love Spain. So that's just me. <laughs> More trips to Spain. Yeah, if I yeah, go yeah, to yeah. Spain all the time, I'll <laughs> take it. But it would be sad to see like an actual racing track go yeah. for a street circuit. Like mm -hmm. in that sense, I fully understand people's frustration with that. Oh, I'm too on the fence recently, aren't I? I think, again- Give us an opinion. I know, Come I on. to give you a real opinion. <laughs> to be honest, no, that's what it is. If they get rid of, obviously, Barcelona, then yeah. I don't want it. But if they keep both the Spanish mm -hmm. tracks, then I'm happy with it. Well, yeah. I mean, Spain, they got rid of this horrible, horrible, horrible chicane. It was it was not a good idea to put that in, but it made the track a lot better. And I think it made the racing better, better. over the last... 2022, I think, was a good race, and so was 2023. So better the races than what we've had previously with the chicane. Mm -hmm. To then get rid of that 
and then the street circuit i mean i'm looking at what is a provisional track map that i've got in front of me right now and look street circuits can work monaco yeah. is unique and that's why i like it because it's a great qualifying circuit it's maybe not the best racing it's, it's the worst racing circuit let's be honest the cars are too big for it but as a qualifying circuit watching a car sector free watching a car through there it's just beautiful mm -hmm. like it's amazing then you go to Baku, and I know some people like Baku, but Baku is only good as a race if we have a crash. Yeah, if there's a crash, there's a safety car, and then if there's a safety car, they're all bunched up so much into that, and it, and then it makes it exciting. Mm -hmm. If there's no safety car, it's been a boring race. And it's just like 90 degree here, 90 degree there. I'm looking at it as well. It's like little weird chicanes round, round about, and it's like, I don't know. I might be wrong. Vegas, I, I didn't like the track there. Yeah okay it was more the track being cold that made it exciting mm -hmm. but it was an exciting race so i could be proved wrong but I my initial opinion be. i could be i think you might be because i'm still gonna be in this <laughs> well because with monaco obviously some people like it for different reasons like the reason mm -hmm. why it's one of my favorite tracks is because it's all about driver craft driver mentality yeah. who's more ruthless than the other mm -hmm. person so that's why i love those types of tracks because i'm like right who's got you know yeah the cojones to <laughs> overtake because you really yeah, yeah. can't overtake there's so many like little like, overtaking opportunities so that's why sometimes i do like street circuits but we'll see with this one mm -hmm. because if we do have to lose obviously like a really great circuit then yeah i won't it, like it yeah it needs to be a good street circuit like i know the the jetta street circuit is not the best place for i know there's a lot of controversy about where it is mm -hmm. but as a track now they've extended the walls out a little bit to make it a bit safer and not as blind it flows yeah. and you know I, I drive a lot of these on the game and on mm -hmm. the sim like okay it's not the same thing you don't experience the g-forces and i'm not talking as a racing driver but the experience of driving those tracks over like a baku or mm. a miami and people at home who who play the game will also experience that a track like Jeddah is a lot better yeah than a track like um a baku so yeah i mean there's some there's some nice sort of flowy corners here, but it's mm -hmm. also depending on, you know, how much grip is that circuit going to have as a street circuit? Because then you have flowy corners with no grip. It's like they're basically just slow speed corners and Formula One cars are not made mm -hmm. for slow speed corners. They're made for like a Mugello, like a track like that. When we went there, that was just incredible to yeah. watch an onboard lap of a car. I mean, through. I guess then it's like all the other conditions that will come into play. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the weather going to be like? If it's Spain, is it going to be quite hot? But they do get rain in Madrid. When I went in Madrid, I mean, maybe not that time of year, but when I went, it was raining and I was fuming. So, and like with Monaco, sometimes it's a super wet race mm -hmm. or sometimes it's quite a warm race. So I didn't get rain, but what I did get was my phone stolen. Uh, <laughs> so I will not be taking my phone to Madrid. I'm going to be unreachable if oh, I ever go to a Madrid Hayden. race. But where was your phone? Was it in pocket? It was in my pocket. pocket. Yeah, someone was kicking my leg. I, I was, I was maybe had one or two uh, many drinks. But uh, somebody came up to me, said hello. I'm a friendly person. Somebody says hello to me. Hayden. I'm going to say hello back. He shook my hand and he was like kicking my leg. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Clearly, he was kicking my leg to make it like vibrate, so mm -hmm. I wouldn't feel that he put his hand in my pocket, take my phone, and then he snatched the phone. And it was only after I went down the road a little bit that I realised, and I was like, "Oh well, that's There's gone. That's too late." You need to be more street smart. Come on, you live down south. You should know this. What do you mean down south? And I, I moving in, now. Yeah, I live in a very <laughs> safe area. No, now like like living in London or like moving to London, I do walk literally with like my, my phone covering like my pockets, my phone's in my hands, like just in case. I haven't changed. I still say hello to everybody. It's probably really, really <laughs> I still bad. Say but hello. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyone wants to steal my phone, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hayden. I think we should chat about 
liveries. Liveries. But Ooh. in particular, mm-hmm. McLaren. Yeah. That was a out. bit of a random livery reveal, <laughs> yeah. but I kind of see what they were doing with it. I think, right, McLaren have got like trends and like the younger generation mm-hmm. on point. I think they know what they're doing. How can we get people talking about our car reveal? Let's just reveal it yeah. before we even do the car reveal. Let's not bother building this up and do a really yeah. boring, long talk <laughs> for ages that takes half an hour to be mm-hmm. like, here's a show car. Mm-hmm. It was literally just like, bam, livery. It was kind of a bit weird because they did this like Instagram, we're going to hide every post that we've done. Wipe out. Yeah. And then do this like, you know, changes coming. Like mm-hmm. it teed it up like, oh, wow. Because obviously they've got the Monster Energy sponsorship that was announced, the partnership yeah. that they've got. So it, it made it feel like, oh my God, maybe there's going to be like a brand new livery tailored for them. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, bam, no, here's livery, livery talk. I actually really, really like it. They've got rid of the blue, which looking at it now, I didn't think I had a big problem with the blue. Mm-hmm. But now seeing it without the blue, I now realize that's why I didn't like the McLaren of previous years. Because of the blue. Because of the blue, yeah. Oh. The only only because I'm seeing it now without the blue. Yeah, now I'm you seeing just the black and orange. I I'm like, this looks really good. Really, I mean, I was shocked. Obviously, when I saw it, though, I was like, was has it changed that much? Because <laughs> it looks so similar. And it's quite a dark photo as well. Yeah. Obviously, when you look at it, like you say, like they've taken out things from it. But I liked it. I think mm-hmm. everyone loved it. I was looking all over like Instagram and stuff and everyone loves yeah. that livery. So I obviously showed my boyfriend and he does not really take much interest into Formula One. He was like, that's a sexy car. <laughs> so the general consensus is it's a nice car, but I still think they're going to do something different Okay. On car reveal. I think they've just teed it up so much and they're going to surprise us they've with teased us, something. Have they? They they're have. like, here's this car. Yes. Surprise and on the 14th. Here's a brand new one. something completely different. <laughs> I, mean, I think they will. That can happen, in all fairness, because, I mean, it'd be a bit weird for them just to announce it because there was no need for them it just to random. drop the car. Yeah. But it means that they're the only team that people are talking about mm-hmm. in the off-season part. Yeah. And sponsorships have certain dates that they start and other sponsorships have dates that they end. Mm-hmm. So you could be right there that on the 14th, we could get a different car. I think you're wrong. I don't think, I think, <laughs> it's, just, I think it's just too random for them to be like, here's a car. But here's a different car. Oh, April Fools! But also, if you are right, it's very, very smart because then, oh, maybe, maybe you are right. No, I just think there'll be like a little tweak. It'll just be something because, like, you built up all this hype, and then it's gonna go. Here's the same car. Mm -hmm. I just don't see the logic in that. Yeah. I mean, maybe like it is that, but I just think they'll do something, or like maybe get like a really cool special guest, Mm -hmm. or I don't know. I think they're planning for something bigger. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's an official car reveal on the 14th, whereas this is just livery. Yeah. This is concept car. Yeah. So that one will be the official car. But full on. I think there'll be something mm-hmm. different. I don't know what, but something. What are your thoughts? Where's your um, ranking? So out of 10, what are we giving it for McLaren so far? Based on that livery, if it stays there like that. Well, in relation to like, do I think the other cars are going to be super different from like last year, livery-wise. I don't, I don't care about that. I want to know. <laughs> Bam, straight in. No thinking about it. Initial it reaction. I am giving it this ranking out of 10. I'm too analytical for these no, things. No, stop sitting on the fence. Okay, Give quick me a number. Fire. Quick fire, Give quick me a number. fire. I'm going to go with a 8.5. Eight, what? Why are we going for points now? <laughs> Come on. Stop <laughs> sitting on the fence. It's either an eight or a nine. No, Which it can't are we be because for? I'm giving that wiggle no, room for like no, someone else. No, I'm telling you now. They sit on the fence. <laughs> oh, eight no. or a nine. Which one are it's we going gonna for? It's gonna be. Oh gosh, I feel like I'm on countdown. I can hear that. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a nine. 
Okay. Nine. It's normally one of my fave liveries, to be fair. And I love the little the chrome wheels. Yes. I'm, so I'm going to join you on a nine as well. Yeah. I'm going to join <sighs> you on a nine. after that, Hayden. Yeah. It's honestly, I looked at it and I was like, damn, mm-hmm. that looks good. It is a nice car. Why is it not a 10? Not an, t- not enough color for me. It needs just a little little bit more orange yeah. to really stand out on the grid, which is just what the shame that we're getting at the moment with the very heavy cars and the weight saving mm-hmm. that they're well, having to do right now. My favorite one is the Golf McLaren livery. Yep. That's my favorite, favorite one. So it'll never be a 10. That's It'll a never 10. Be a 10. That's Unless they a bring 10. back, well, they won't because what if, what if Williams do a livery that's similar like that? I mean, but we can talk about now, we'll get on to the next lot because Williams are one of the first teams launching on the 5th. Yeah, they are on the 5th of Feb. Um, but they wouldn't do orange and... But if they're sponsored by Golf, if it's Golf Williams, then they could be the Golf Colours, which is orange and blue. Orange and blue. Oh, well, I guess so. Because they, they did a livery that, like that, didn't they? In yeah. um, Japan, Singapore, I think it was Qatar as well, or maybe mm-hmm. it was... Yeah, I think if they, yeah, if they do that, then maybe Williams. I'm still not forgiven though for the toothpaste livery that they had for a while. (laughs) So long ago. Which one was it? Was it the um, the just the blue and white one, or when they had that livery that was red, white, and blue, but it didn't actually run because the sponsorship ended during COVID. And maybe they never actually blessing. ran the livery. Maybe it was blessed. No, it's the, the light blue. The light, oh, yeah, that was yeah. not, that was a like terrible, that was such a bad livery. I just think, obviously, on the drivers as well, the racing suits just They were just clearly cutting the budget and were just like, <laughs> they went down to a school, down to a nursery. Yeah. Can you just draw on this car for us? Bam. Exactly that. To be fair, that's good drawing from a child. Um, right, <laughs> so yes, yours. we've got upcoming team launches. Stake and Williams first. Yep, fifth They're on the fifth. Williams, yeah, we've said they could come out with a golf livery, golf sponsorship. I'd love that. But if they're just, you know, just Williams, no big lead title sponsor, mm-hmm. then I think they can still put together a good car. I've actually, the Williams has kind of grown on me over the, over the last couple of years. Yeah, no, I agree, to be fair. Like some of, I think their liveries and things are actually quite nice, but they're never one of my favourites though, Aiden. Mm. They're never really up there. To be, but I Williams. can appreciate them. But actually, side note, my favourite favourite, which I kind of already mentioned, is the Rich Energy Haas The Rich livery. Energy Haas. That beautiful, the black and the gold. Black and gold always goes well, people. Beautiful. Yeah. I love Lotus it. back in the day. Whew. Very, very. And exactly. and even the Lotus from like 2013, which Raymond Grosjean drove a, a black and gold Well, would you Lotus look at And that? a black and gold Rich Energy. Get would Grosjean back in that? and we'll get a black and gold livery car. You uh, said it first. Steak, what are they going to do? They're very much pushing on their socials a neon green, mm-hmm. which I kind of like. I mean... It does mean that we're going to have two green cars on the grid, yep. but they're different. I mean, Aston Martin's like a dark British racing green. Mm-hmm. Stake are going to be that bright pop color, which is what I like. I like 2019, I think it was, was like one of the best seasons for liveries because every team had a different color mm-hmm. palette. And now it's a bit too much weight saving and we're yeah. just going to carbon out the livery and just a little bit of colour here yeah. to tell our which car's what. But yeah, they go neon green. I'm here for it. Yeah, it must be green. I mean, we were chatting about this like off air, weren't we there? We were like, I think it was a few weeks ago, actually, that they are going to do the green colour for the car. And if they don't, they've thrown us all mm-hmm. off as well. Maybe they're just like putting that green out, but it's going to be like elements yeah. of green on the car. But yeah, if it's that neon green, I think mm-hmm. it's a stunning car. There'll be bits of neon green, I'm sure, because yeah, their be. streaming platform kick is those colours. Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be some bright neon green mm-hmm. somewhere. Uh, then we've got Alpine, 7th Feb. Now, they're teasing their car for little bits of pink, and I hope it's fully pink. I because hope we pink. need a full pink livery car on the grid. They do it a few times during the season mm-hmm. for BWT. But it's like pink camo, which they've... S- sort of posted pictures of their rear wing 
and little bits of their front wing. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope, because sometimes with liveries, people just do the front wings at colour mm-hmm. and the rear wings a separate colour and the rest of the car could be blue, which is going to let me down. It's going to so tease me up full and then pink, let me down. Full, full pink. But what shade of pink are you going for? Oh, just bright like baby pink. Like, pink like racing BWT. point pink that they had. Yes. I mean, very, very much BWT, which is you obviously like the title sponsor. Yeah, I, I generally really liked it. It stands out from the other cars. Yeah. It's a separate livery from everybody else. I mean, the Alpine still has a beautiful livery. Yeah. I think the blue stands out and it pops really It's really a nice well combo, though, having, like, the blue and the pink. I think, yeah, it's my favourite livery. I've got too many favourite liveries. But it was the racing point as well for mm-hmm. a long, long time. It just stands out. It's different, you know what I mean? It's not glossy. It's just this gorgeous, bright, yeah. pink-coloured F1 car that most people probably wouldn't imagine they'd see on the grid. So if it stays like that, I'm happy with that car. And then we get into a busy few days of liveries and yes. car reveals. Aston Martin, 12th of Feb. Ferrari, 13th of Feb. McLaren and Mercedes taking over Valentine's Day. On my Sorry. birthday. How dare they? Stop trying to steal Valentine's Day, <laughs> right? Stop trying to make it's every day about day. you. You want two days about you. It's actually a birth month. But yeah, yeah we have Mercedes, McLaren, and then Red Bull, 15th. Yeah, so busy four days. Aston Martin, I assume, just going to be same livery. Yeah. Ferrari, Red. I mean, I think they made it worse than the 22 livery, just having that little bit of extra carbon to have that uh, sponsor. But I liked the Vegas livery when they made the additional white on the car. So hopefully they go more towards that. Uh, We've already seen a McLaren. Mercedes, black or silver, what are you going for? It depends, though, because I think they want to hit back with like, oh, you know, we're going to improve this year. We're going to change. So if they're going to go on this vibe, then why not change the car again? Just back and forth. Silver, just exactly. Go back to that like Cybermen look, you know. <laughs> if I had to pick though, I'd love the black. I think mm-hmm. the black looks a lot better than the silver. But you know, if they want to rebrand and come back and maybe have mm-hmm. Hamilton go for go for the championship again, then go yeah. back to silver. I am saying silver, but I think they're probably going to go black for the weight saving. Oh, I want the silver though because they're the silver arrows. They should be yeah, silver. True. Like that's that's their name. That's yeah. their, their nickname. I also am a big fan of the white circles and the red for the numbers from the classic Mercedes days that they ran also from like 2010 onwards Mm -hmm. until I think they stopped around maybe like 2014 or maybe a little bit after that but that's what I want silver car but with weight saving it's just going to be a carbon car like Mm -hmm. last year with like a little bit of black paint on it's kind of tick that box and then Red Bull are they going to change the livery? Because I'm pretty sure their livery has been the same since 2016. I mean, it's a beautiful livery. If it's not broken, don't fix it. But, you know, yeah, I like oh. I like new things. That's the thing. Like, because then sometimes I think the car launches, like they're exciting. But if you know the car's going to look the same, you're like, yeah, you've waited, you've waited 30 <laughs> minutes of some people pretending to enjoy the sports because they've just been invited there and they're just waffling. Yeah. And then you just get the same car revealed. Then you're like, Okay, that's why I'm never that's excited 30 minutes for of my Red life. Bull. I'm not getting back. Exactly. <laughs> like, unless obviously there's something really different with like the structure of mm-hmm. the car, then great. If it's just the livery, yeah. I'm like, what would I've you do? This. You're you're in cho- charge. Oh gosh. They put you okay. in charge of the livery of the car reveal. What is your big grand plan to get everyone excited? Do you know what? I think I'd make it look as close to a Red Bull can as possible. I'd make it glossy and I'd put some like, this is really not great for like, the weight though, but I'd put that some like done before. Some dents in it or something. Whoa, some you know dents I mean? in it as <laughs> No, well. <but> fake ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'd put something in it just to make it stand out. Do you know what I mean? It's a championship winning car. It's a championship winning car. That so let's make it look like same. a dented Red Bull can. <laughs> <laughs> just do something or 
Make it glossy. I think I don't like the matte look. Still, well. still the silver from the silver arrows, and then go and win in their, their exactly. livery. Basically, is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, if I was in charge, because you answered the livery, not the question that I wanted you to answer, <laughs> but I will take over now and say what I would do if I was in charge of a livery reveal. Just not even announce it. Just drive it around the streets of London or Paris. Just yeah. a main city, and everyone's like, "What the hell? Why is there an F1 car?" Obviously, it'd be escorted and won't be driving it like crazy. Seatbelts on, of course, as well. But um, yeah, then everyone's filming it, be like, oh my God, what's this? It's all over social media. It's everywhere. F1 teams, if you're looking for a marketing expert, then give me a Do you know what he up. did? I think that's actually a really good idea. Because I know Aston Martin did something now. What was that for? There was something that they did where they drove the F1 car through the factory. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. Something yeah. like that. You know, just something a little but bit in different. London. Take it out. Get out of the just factory. Put it somewhere. Drive it everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Get it on one of those like Uber boats, you know, across the Thames. <laughs> yes, Why not? Yes. Just do something. Yes. Something I mean, um, where was it? It was, it, it was, I think it was the Monza Grand Prix and uh, Alpha Tauri, I'm pretty sure, had their car like on a, oh no, maybe it was, at, no, it was, it was the Dutch Grand Prix. It was mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. Alpha Tauri had their car on the canals. Like, imagine that. Great You're idea. in Amsterdam and it's just this, this Formula One car's going exactly. around. That would be, that would be brilliant, I think. Because then everyone's talking about it, not just even in the F1 world, and like most sport world, everyone's going, mm-hmm. why is there an F1 car like on the canal? Exactly. I think it, I personally think that would be a really, really good idea. Right, well, that's it for the breaking news. Let's get into one of our favourite parts of the podcast now, which is hot takes mm-hmm. of the week. And I have looked over what you guys have said to us on Twitter. And this first one is coming from at Gerald Pringle. And they are saying they should do the sprint races reverse direction around the track this would prevent the sprint from spoiling the gp sorry they should do the sprint race yeah just turn around do it the other way around yes on the track i'm here for it i'm fully here for it that's a spicy hot take you know anyone who has played the f1 games has done this they have got bored on time trial or whatever they've turned it around they've driven and some tracks are a lot of fun some tracks you cannot do this for the actual FIA grading That's requirement because thinking. there's not enough runoff in the other direction. Exactly. But maybe this is something for the future that mm. every track that is made can be driven in both directions. Mm. I mean, it's definitely something that's it's different. different. It's different, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And you don't tell the drivers till the day. So they've, they've lined up in what, like Max thinks he's pole position mm-hmm. and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going just... that way. They just spin the cars around. It's like, <laughs> I'm last now. <laughs> They'll go overtake everyone. <laughs> do you know what? If it's doable, I'd be like, yeah, why not? I think spice up F1 as much as you can. Mm-hmm. So I would never say no to something like that. But um, yeah, is it really doable on most of the tracks? No. There's a lot of ones that <laughs> the runoff area just doesn't work in that exactly. direction. And that is why they haven't done it yet. But like I say, if a new track, Madrid, they want to come onto the calendar, yeah, yeah. make the track so that it has runoff areas in both directions. And then, just and then you get a sprint race as well. For a track, it's, 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 it, there's a benefit of doing mm-hmm. that because you get the sprint race, which means you have more action over the weekend, which yeah. means you have more likely people going to be coming to watch your event. So, I mean, I'd want to know what the drivers say about that because I remember when Hamilton wasn't a huge fan when the sprint races came into mm-hmm. fruition and he was kind of like, you know, it's a lot for us on mm-hmm. the drivers to do that. I'd like to get their reactions, yeah. you know. So if we ever see mm-hmm. any drivers recently, I'm going to ask them that question. Ask them that what question, What would you think, sure. yeah, if we did the sprint races and then reverse the track? I feel like, though, people like Hulkenberg or someone, you know, like someone that's a bit cheeky chappy would find that hilarious. I think it's great. Also, data-wise, mm-hmm. you wouldn't nec- you wouldn't have the data ready for how it's going to go backwards. Yeah. The degradation could be different because corners that were 
maybe high speed before now slow speed or corners that were slow speed before could be high speed depending on the the way that corner and the nature yeah. it goes or the corners before making a certain corner a bit more high speed or like monaco the elevation changes are all completely you're driving downhill oh rouge you're driving down oh rouge and radion perfect it'll be, oh it'll be hilarious God, but yeah be interesting you wouldn't have any data for that so i think it's i think it's spicy i think it's like a a four but i agree with it yeah because like it's spicy but it's not the spiciest thing mm. i think that we might have coming up so is a three too harsh mm, you're sitting on the fence again that's what it sounds again, like again sitting on the fence um and i can't do point fives mm, no you can't you're not do gonna point let fives. me get away with no, point no fives you can't do point fives it's like it's not it's not a three, but it's not really a four either. Okay, last minute, three, two, one. It's gonna be a four. Okay, a four. Yeah. It's a spicy. I love that we just have to push you so much for a decision. Because okay. my brain starts taking aid and of all different variables. On to the next one. This also carries on from what we've already talked about on the podcast slightly, but this comes from at Rock Tans. I hope that I've said that right. Mm-hmm. F one needs to mandate that only a small percentage of a livery can be carbon slash back, back black. Um, the field is looking pretty dull these days, which I agree with. I think it's a spicy take because you're forcing teams to have to put on paint, mm-hmm. which is going to weigh the car down. I mean, it's only going to weigh a little amount, but it's going to cost the team, you know, potentially a few thousands, hundreds of a second. But in Formula One, that's a that could be difference between pole and third in some races. So yeah. teams are going to be like, no, 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 we don't want to do this. But if it's the same for everyone mm-hmm. and the same area of the car is covered, then I maybe don't see why that couldn't happen. Then I guess it's a case of like, if it could happen, why has it not already been put in place yet? So there's, there must be a very specific reason for why they're I not doing I think maybe because only in the last couple of years, teams have started to do this. Mm-hmm. There's been black liveries in the past, but they're fully, paint, fully painted yeah. out. Whereas recently from yeah i'd say 2022 you've had like mercedes going pretty much full carbon mclaren over the last few years have kind of been stripping back on the paint um williams were doing it where they came out of the season with a livery car and then it was like every race a little bit more paint had been taken off Mm -hmm. so it's only a recent thing that's come come up that maybe they've not really thought about or have not really cared about because they didn't think it would happen yeah that's true i feel like you know if we went to the F1 bosses and FIA and stuff like that and propose something like that to them, then I guess. But I think if it's just because it's the look of the car and it's just because of the livery, then obviously they're not really going to take that into account. It's like, do you know what? Yeah, everyone can whinge about the liveries and that. I don't think the grid's looking dull, though. I don't actually, I wouldn't agree with that. So that's the only thing. I, I think the grid is quite, you know, vibrant and things like that. So I don't know about this hot take, you know, Hayden. It, I, for me, it's, I agree. it's not a super spicy okay. hot take for me. Going low now. I am. I'm going to go back down. 2.5, 2. 2.6, 2.67, <laughs> maybe? <laughs> I was thinking it's a two or a three. Okay, so which <laughs> one is it? It's either a two or it's a three. I'm going to go with a two. Okay, it's you're going to go with a two. It's not spicy enough for me. Like I want something that's really out of this world. And I think that's a chat that could have been had. Yep. And I don't agree. So. I think I'm going to... I'm going to agree with you. Oh, thank God. And say it's a two. I agree with the concept. Mm-hmm. I do think that liveries, especially compared to like 2019, where you had so many different colours on the grid, it is lacking a little bit. But it's not necessarily a massively spicy thing because it could easily just happen. It could just be yeah. the, the FIA or whoever else is in charge 
uh, Liberty Media could just go, right, you've all got to have fully painted cars mm -hmm. and the whole area is the same paint and then you're using the same type of paint or maybe teams are innovating paint, you know, to save yeah. money. So, yeah, I like it, but I agree it's probably a bit more You're like giving a it two. a two? Yeah, oh, I think so. Right, on to the next one. This one comes from um. at Inferno the Fox, and Red Bull will become the new Ferrari in 2024. In other words, they're going to implode when it comes to strategy calls. This is a big one, Ooh. because I feel like Red Bull are one of the biggest and best on strategy in recent years. That's a very spicy hot take because I would agree as well. I think they always seem to be on the ball. Mm -hmm. Whereas like we've seen in like Mercedes, yep. Ferrari, like they always kind of get their mm -hmm. strategies a little bit mixed up. Not so much McLaren, but at times, I guess all the teams do at times. Mm -hmm. So I wonder why that would be. Is it because the pressure's getting to them a little bit too much? I think the other way around. Really? I think it could happen. Mm -hmm. It could happen over the course of the season because when you have won everything and you've won by such a clear margin... And, you know, Max Verstappen was taking record after record after record last season. As a team, you've got to try and keep everyone motivated to make sure those mistakes don't happen. Because it's very much easy to kind of be like, OK, we're so far clear right now. If they come out in 2024 with a car like they had in 2023, mm -hmm. it's very easy for them to just be like, we're good. We're chill and just relax a little bit. And then that's maybe where mistakes come in. Then it goes wrong. Although Hannah is just an absolute beast when it comes exactly. to strategy. So I'm sure she's going to smash it out of the bag again in 2024. Because I think... It is the fact that like Ferrari and Mercedes want to be back to where they've mm -hmm. been before. And that's why they're like kind of fumbling about with the strategy yeah. a little yeah. bit. They have to take so, the risks. Whereas I feel like, yeah, maybe you're right. Mercedes, uh, Red yeah. Bull don't need to take those risks. Because they know they're good enough. Mm -hmm. They can just stay like that. Optimum performance for them. Yeah, That's a very spicy hot take though. I've never actually thought of that. But it's spicy, but I don't agree with it. So here's the problem. Where do I put that on the spice <laughs> level? I'm gonna put that. That's like a like a medium Nando. Okay. You know, some people so find spicy. it very spicy. That's spicy. That's for me. <laughs> that's nose hated. nose is running, eyes watering. I'm Steam's sweating. Steam's coming out the ears. <laughs> yeah, because it is a spicy one. So I'm going. I'm gonna go for a four for that one. Four. Okay. Um, I think it's just one of those throw in the darks so and maybe hoping that Red Bull don't do as well as yeah. next season. I think a lot of people will be hoping or maybe saying for that, apart from if you're a Red Bull fan, you're not going to be hoping. You're yeah. going to be like, I'm loving this time period. But those fans who, yeah, want maybe something a little bit different, but I think free. I think it's just very much medium or yeah. uh, lemon and herb for me. Yeah, so about free yeah. on the spice level. Lemon and herb's like <laughs> one for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, well, that is all of our hot, hot takes for today. Make sure you send us in your hot takes. Get them in the comment section down below. And we might just read them out on next week's podcast where we're going to be talking all about livery bills and stuff like that. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. Thank you, Amber. Thank you, Hayden. How'd you feel? First podcast done. We've got it done and we are ready for a big season of Formula One. Mm -hmm. 24 races over the course of the season. It's going to be a big year for WTF1 and we look forward to bringing you all along for the ride with us and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye, everyone.